0: hello and welcome to or welcome back to the vibe hive it's me Cheyenne and in today's episode we're going to be talking about community college if you all don't know I am enrolled at my community college and making that decision did induce a lot of feelings a lot of thoughts and just a lot of things that I felt like I wanted to talk about so in today's episode I'm going to be talking about what I did during high school why i made the decision to go to a community college and the stigma that's around community college for some odd reason if you're interested in that make sure you keep on listening to today's episode because you're in for a treat because i talk about some things that a lot of people don't talk about <laughs> if you all haven't already it would be greatly appreciated if you checked out my recent episode the black history of voting um that was like my black history month special episode and you all know i love black people i love black history and that took a lot of time and effort to make. So if you all want to check that out, it'll be greatly appreciated. And while you're at it, you might as well check out my other episodes. If you all haven't already as well, it would be greatly appreciated if you went and rated my podcast on Apple and or Spotify. It takes like three seconds to do. It helps me a lot, helps you understand what you all like, what you all don't like, and it just helps the podcast get more traction and more interaction. With all that being said though, I want to make this intro shorter because this is a longer episode. So Kick back, grab a snack, relax, and let's get into it. When I was in high school, the thought of college was kind of always on my mind. Um, more so, it started to get louder. That thought of college started to become even more relevant around my junior year. And I think that's because when you hit your junior year of high school, you start hearing from teachers, parents, and everyone around you that, oh, junior year is the most important part. Junior year is where colleges are going to look at. Colleges is going to look at the grades you got junior year, blah, blah, blah. So junior year was really, from junior year on, was the time where I started really thinking about college a lot more than I was doing previously, which is normal. Like, when you're a freshman and sophomore College doesn't even register <laughs> to you. You don't even register you being in college yet. But junior, senior year were the years that I started taking, I guess, quote unquote, more advanced classes. Um, My sophomore year, I took one honors class, which was honors English. And then my junior year, I took IB history and IB English. And then my senior year, I took IB history and English as well, because those were two year courses. But um, junior year, I took AP chemistry as well. Um, during high school, my GPA always stayed like above a 3.5, I think. And when I graduated, I think I graduated with like a 3.7. It was like 3.79 or something like that. I don't really remember. I don't really care now. (laughs) But I graduated with like a 3.7. I graduated number 18 in my class. If not 18, I was like in the top 20 of my class, and I was super involved in a lot of clubs, activities, sports, et cetera, et cetera. I was like that for all of my high school career. And you know, with those stats, quote-unquote, and with being involved all the time, teachers and students and people all around you, they notice that, and they expect you to go off to some super amazing school, and they expect you to go to this like, university, and they expect you to, you know, be successful, and those are good expectations, but those expectations can really bound a person down, and they can really, they can really alter how a person thinks about themselves in college and education, but I'm kind of jumping the gun a little bit too much. (sighs) I'm gonna get into that a little bit later, but those was, those were like the activities that I was involved with in high school, and that's kind of like how I was as a high school student. I don't want to say that most of the stuff that I was doing in high school was so it can look good on a college application, but I would be lying if I said that I didn't do half of the stuff I did <laughs> just so it would look good on the college application. I did have a balance of enjoying the activities that I was doing just for what they are and also putting a lot of effort into, act- into the activities and sports and clubs that I was in because I knew that colleges would quote unquote be looking for that and be looking at me and be looking at a person who was super involved in school blah 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 which isn't really the case most of the time (laughs) isn't really the case most of the time but I'm going to touch on that a little bit later in this episode but yeah so fast forwarding into senior year the beginning of senior year which we were still virtual for by the way this was when colleges started sending mail colleges were always sending like mail like, trying to entice you to um, apply to their school, to go on tours, blah, 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 and I was getting this mail a lot, even before senior year, but senior year is when it really, my mailbox, my actual physical mailbox, and my mailbox, like, in my emails, were flooded with colleges, like, oh, admissions, da-da-da, application deadlines, this is this, blah, 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 like, I was getting flooded with them, and I was kind of like, oh, okay, I'm supposed to be applying to colleges, like, this is coming sooner and i expect i need to start applying to places i need to start doing this i need to start doing that so i'm going to say around um hmm i'm going to say like from august to like december of senior year which was 2020 yeah which was 2020 i was just applying to any school that showed interest in me i wasn't really applying because i liked the school or i had a burning desire to get accepted into the school i was just applying because i thought that's what i was supposed to do and i feel like i can speak for a lot of seniors during that time of covid and being virtual that we didn't really get a lot of guidance we didn't really get a lot of insight on what to look for in a college i'm not saying that no one ever did it or no one ever taught it because i'm pretty sure there were like programs and clubs that did but in general we didn't really get told at least in my high school we didn't really get told like what to look for in a college how to apply um and just other like other like just more common knowledge about how to apply for like a college but I did apply to a lot of schools um I was accepted into 17 universities I think I think I only applied to 17 so out of the ones that I applied to I got accepted and most of them I was accepted with scholarships or either direct admission to their nursing program because nursing is my major so I got direct admission into mm, a little bit less than half of the schools that I applied to but most of the scholarships that I got were at least more than seven thousand dollars annually and on paper that looks amazing (laughs) on paper that looks beautiful getting scholarships and getting accepted in having that sense of, um, no, being proud of, I I didn't know what I was trying to do with that sentence, but being proud of the fact that you got accepted into a college and seeing it on paper is really rewarding. And it really feels like all the stuff that you've done in high school is finally paying off. Once you see that you're accepted into blank, blank, blank university. So me and a lot of my other peers alike, we were getting college acceptance letters and we were posting them. And we were getting so excited about going to college. We were getting so excited about dorm life and being on your own and becoming an adult and moving away from home. And because of this, not just in my own friend group and not just in my own high school, but from high schools, like in different states, on social media, on YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, this sense of going away to college or the sense of finally growing up can start to feel like you're supposed to do that. You know? I know that, I know that college is not meant for everybody. And I know that everyone does not have a desire to go to college. And this, the idea of, oh, you were supposed to go to college, you know, to get an education and stuff like that. That's not the sense. That's not the feeling I'm talking about. I'm talking about the feeling that you're supposed to go away and the feeling that you're supposed to, you know, become a quote unquote adult with moving out of your parents' house and you're supposed to find yourself and you're going to have all these experiences, That's what I felt like I was supposed to do or was supposed to be doing when I get to college. And it was also a fear of missing out on that a little bit, too, that made me feel like I have to apply to more and more schools. I have to apply to this school and that school and this school and that school. I have to apply out of state and I have to apply to this school because it looks good on paper. Blah blah. I felt like if I didn't do that and I felt like if I didn't get to that point, I would be missing out on some super important life-changing experience for some reason and that's not the case at all me being two semesters into my first year of college I can say that's not the case at all I'm not I'm not missing out on anything honestly so with the schools that I did get accepted into I had to start making a decision on what's my move going to be my dad he made sure to drill that into my head what is your next move going to be and you have to make the right move for yourself And of course, with the fear of missing out and with the whole idea and aesthetics and excitement of going away and moving, moving out of your parents' house and decorating your dorm and meeting new people and parties, and this is this. Of course, that is all very enticing. It is, it's fun to entertain that idea. But I had to look at myself and how my life is and where I can go from here to understand what was the best choice for me to make. And I had, a lot of choices. I had a lot of schools in mind. A lot of places to go. I was thinking about going out of state for a little minute. I was thinking about staying in state for a little minute. And I did have like top I did have like 3 top schools that I really was considering going to. I went on tours for all these 3 schools and I got really set on one specific school cuz I was one already in their nursing program. I was a direct admit to their nursing program like I was talking about previously. When I visited the school, the nursing program seemed amazing. It seemed like they were very hands-on, very helpful. Their passing rates were amazing. Um, They didn't really sugarcoat anything. It, it didn't feel like they were trying to undermine their students. It felt like they really cared about their students. So that was another thing. And plus, it wasn't that far away from home either, which I didn't want to go super far. You know, a lot of the time people want to go super far out of the state and get away from their family, which is very... um. What's the word I'm looking for? It's very situational. You know, some people may need to get away from their families, which I'm going to touch on a little bit too. But me personally, I didn't want to be too far away from home, you know? So so this school had everything that I was looking for, checked all the boxes. But then that's when I had to realize, oh, college is a lot of money. <laughs> college costs a lot. So I feel like it's important for me to touch on finances and the cost of college in this episode. I think it's really important that I talk about that because with the, like I said, the aesthetics of wanting to go off to college and having this college experience and being a part of something bigger than yourself, people tend to forget how much college actually is. And people tend to forget that college is not a cheap thing. Um, average tuition for any four-year university, you're looking at anywhere from $20,000, almost up to $60,000 a year with no, like with no scholarships or anything. And that is a lot of money to be putting into one university in one place. And that's not even adding on what you need for your dorm. That's not adding on books. That's not adding on food. That's not adding on just the essentials that you need for life. That's not adding on That's not adding on emergency things that may happen while you're at college. Computers, laptops, phones. Like, that's not even adding on everything else that you're going to need for college. So now we're looking at an even more expensive total for you to go to college. And I want to talk a little bit about FAFSA and the middle class a little bit. I do come from a middle class family, and I'm very like grateful for that but FAFSA when it comes to middle class families and when it comes to families that are I guess quote-unquote financially stable FAFSA does not care one bit they do not care in high school we have to do FAFSA as a graduation requirement and I remember when I was um having that talk with my parents about you know I need your like I need your information I need to know how much you make this, this is blah, blah blah my dad kept on saying I don't understand why you're filling this out And I was getting frustrated. I'm like, what do you mean? It's a graduation requirement. I need to get money. Like, what are you talking about to go to college? And he was like, I don't know why you're filling this out. Like, you might as well just stop right now. And I was getting really frustrated. And my mom and my dad understood why, well, my mom understood why my dad was telling me this, but at the time, me wanting to go off to college, me wanting to go away, me wanting to, you know, hurry up and get this deposit in for this school that I wanted to go to so badly. I'm like, what's the hold up? What's going on? Shout out you, dad. But I was getting really, I was getting really upset and I told this to you too, if you're listening. But anyways, the reason why he said this is because once I was done filling out my FAFSA and once... I seen like what they were willing to give me, I was like, what? (laughs) What? And I don't want to like just down talk FAFSA at all. FAFSA is an amazing thing that you know can give money and can aid people to go to college. I'm not trashing that aspect at all. I'm just trashing the fact that FAFSA and many other universities alike, they think that just because you can afford to go to college, that you should pay all this money to go to college. It's like, hmm. Mm, we see that you can pay $40,000, but you may be absolutely broke afterwards, but I mean, you can pay it right now, that's how fast looks at middle class families, and I know I'm not just speaking for myself, I know a lot of people who chose to go to community college because of money and financial reasons, and because like aid and grants and stuff like that, you don't really see that coming into middle class families, you don't really see middle class families getting aided with financial assets is that the word i don't know you don't really see middle-class families getting that support and getting that help from fast and from aids and stuff like that now one thing that i do want to point out before i continue this conversation is that in no way am i trying to sound like i am ungrateful for the fact that i'm from a financially stable family i will never say that i am immensely grateful for my parents and i'm immensely grateful graceful okay (laughs) i am immensely grateful that i come from a home and a family that is financially stable that has their things together and a functional family i am forever grateful for that because a lot of people don't have that so i do acknowledge the fact that i am i'm kind of privileged in this um college experience so yeah i just wanted to put that out there before somebody tried to twist my words up (laughs) because that can happen anyways though so once I put into account how much college actually is, and then I put into account how much just the cost of living while you're in college is, I had to really sit and make a decision on what I'm going to do. I could have went off to school, but if I went off to school, I would have been broke and hungry and probably wouldn't and I probably wouldn't have had a good time for like the first semester or two or a year, or two years, you feel me? I probably wouldn't have had a good ex- I don't want to say I wouldn't have had it, because, you know, I don't know what I would have had. It never happened. But, you know, I had to make this the decision of, do I want to go off to school and be uncomfortable, or do I want to go to school and sacrifice that quote-unquote experience? Do I want to sacrifice that experience to be able to go to school still living at home? and I mean we all know what I chose I chose to stay at home <laughs> but at the time that was a really hard decision for me to make because of that fear of missing out because of this idea that I was going to miss out on these important life lessons this experience and I was going to be missing out on something bigger and everybody else was going off to school and everybody else was doing this and that And it's like I'm being, quote unquote, left behind, which a lot of people who choose to go to community colleges or a lot of people who choose to stay at home while they further their education, they go through this idea and they go through this um, time period as well. They think that they're being left behind because you see everybody else going out of state and going to these institutions and going to these places. You feel like, damn, I'm being left behind. Like, I'm not doing something right. And. It definitely felt like I was failing for some reason for choosing to go to community college. And that's something that I really, I really want to touch on. For some reason, it's always felt like community college has had a bad stigma or a bad reputation surrounding its name and what it is. I don't know if it's just because of how my community college was talked about in my, like, town. I don't know if it's because America has this, like, idea of what college should be. And when you think of college, you think of certain experiences or certain things. I don't know if it's because society thinks community college is just, like, dumb or something. (laughs) Like, I don't know. But I feel like we can all agree, regardless of what the reasons may be. I think that we can all agree that community college has always had a bad reputation surrounding it and has always been a stigma. And when you tell people that you're going to a community college or when someone tells you that you're going, that they're going to a community college for some reason, you just always like think that something wrong happened. Like, I don't know why, but that's something that I have seen and have experienced um, through my two semesters of being in community college and I want to talk about that. So the first thing that I think is important that we talk about is Decision Day. So in America, Decision Day is May 1st, I think. Yeah. Decision Day is May 1st. And Decision Day is basically where people who are going to college, they post on social media where they're going to college and why they chose a the school or whatever. They usually take pictures in their future schools like sweatshirts or they have photo shoots and things like that you know you're like oh I've chosen to go here and I'm so thankful and I'm so proud of myself blah, blah, blah. like that's what decision day is and <laughs> I can honestly say that decision day was one of the worst days of my life that may sound so overdramatic but with what I was just talking about about feeling like I was missing out on something or feeling like I wasn't going to be able to get a full college experience and also feeling like for some reason that I failed because I was choosing to go to a community college. All of those feelings. Oh my God. All of those feelings were just amplified on social media today and were just amplified in my life because I was seeing so many of my peers and so many different people going off to these amazing top universities. And I was just staying at home going to my community college. And I really want to talk about the sentence that I just said the I'm just staying at home going to a community college just because you're staying at home and just because you chose to go to a community college does that mean that you're not one also continuing your education which is an amazing thing as a black woman just as a black person in general continuing your education is something that should always be applauded two it's not like you're getting a worse education than anybody else It's still college. The only difference is that it's not a bachelor's level program in that you're at home. That's the only difference. The classes are still the same. The workload is still the same. The experience that you may have in school is still going to be the same. It's just a different setup. And then three, if you, for some reason, you're judged if you decide to stay home. For some reason, people look at it as like, are you still in your parents' home? You still at your mama crib? Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm still here. I'm not... What? I'm not going to sacrifice money and all this other stuff if I don't have to. Come on now. And I and like I said, I'm very privileged to say that I love my parents. And I understand that everyone's situation is not like that. But for me, yes, I'm still in my mama's house. Proud of it. I'm still in my parents' house. <sighs> anyway, though, decision day was definitely a rough day for me because i was comparing myself to a lot of other people and then just to kind of like backtrack a little bit into my high school stats and stuff like that it felt like my teachers and everyone around me expected me to go off to some super big university and expected me to do something bigger than just go to a community college you know i need to stop saying just go to a community college cuz that has a negative connotation around it a lot of people expected me to go to a big university rather than a community college and In a sense, I kind of expected myself to go to a bigger university rather than the community college because of what society put into my head. And because of what a 3.7 student who's always been good in classes and always got A's and B's and was in clubs is supposed, quote unquote, supposed to do. And because I chose to go to community college, I 100 percent felt like I failed. One hundred (laughs) percent felt like I failed. Um, We're getting a little bit vulnerable right here in this little part that I'm including. Um, I have always struggled with putting a lot of pressure on myself. I've always struggled with not being able to see my accomplishments and not being proud of them. So to me during that time, like around 2021 last year, like around May, I definitely felt like I failed because I'm not doing something that I have always thought and seen myself doing. I'm not, I guess, solidifying the things that I've done in high school by not going to a university. I'm not living up to the expectations of being this amazing student if I choose to go to a community college. I'm not doing myself justice if I don't go off to a university, you know, and Like I said, I always felt like I had this pressure on me from my parents, from my friends, from school, from educators. And a lot of that pressure was all in my head. Once I sat back and looked at what I have accomplished and what I have to show for it, I was like, bro, this is all in my head right now. And I had to come to this realization that college is college no matter what the name of it is attached to it no matter where you're going no matter what state or city you're in you are in college you have graduated high school you have done so much to get to this point and you're gonna sit here and try to beat yourself up and feel like you're a failure because you're not doing what society wants young kids to do because you're making a decision that is the best thing for you in your life right now you're more adult than half of the adults out here to be able to sit back and look at what you actually need to do you as in me i keep saying you as if i'm not talking about myself but in the same sense i am saying you because i know a lot of other people either may go through this experience or have gone through this experience you have sat back And weighed your options and made a conscious decision that a lot of adults can't do. And that a lot of people who choose to go off to schools don't realize that they should have made or they don't realize that they should have made different decisions or gone somewhere else because they just kept pushing and following what society like made them do or what society was telling them to do. And of course there's a lot of other reasons, like I said, to why people need to go away, whether that be family reasons, educational reasons, they got scholarships, blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of reasons as to why people go off. But some people definitely did not make conscious decisions on why they were going where they were going. Once I kind of got past that thought that I was a failure and I thought that because I was going to community college, I like didn't do justice to myself. Once I got past that, I was like, bro, I'm doing it. I'm doing what I need to do. I am furthering my education. I have a plan. I know where I'm going to go after this. I know exactly what I need to do. And that's all that matters. And now I'm going to put 100% (laughs) into this the same thing I would have done if I went off to school. I'm like, oh, I definitely have to prove it to myself now that this was not a bad decision, that I did not fail, quote unquote, for making this decision. And that me going to a community college is not a less than experience than going off to a university. I did talk about finances and how finances was a huge reason why I decided to go to a community college. And community college is definitely a lot more affordable than going away to school at my community college to take like 17 credit hours you're looking at like two thousand dollars per semester that's 17 credit hours though the average amount of credit hours that you're taking at a community college or at any college i think is like 12 or like 15 15 is pushing it i really pushed myself first semester by doing 17 credit hours i'll never do that again but <laughs> For 17 credit hours, you're looking at like $2,000. And for like 12 to 13 credit hours, you're looking at like $1,000. And that is amazing compared to 20,000. So with that being the cost of going to community college, I definitely started looking into scholarships too. I was applying to a lot of scholarships. And like I said, I got a lot of academic scholarships from applying to these schools. And I was also applying to outside scholarships, but with outside scholarships, I was not really that lucky. I was not that lucky with outside scholarships until I applied for um, the Board of Trustees Scholarship at my community college. And luckily, woohoo, I got it. (laughs) So proud of that. I was so happy when I got it. And the Board of Trustees Scholarship covers all of my tuition for 12 credit hours. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Yay me. Um, But I got that scholarship and now per semester, I pay like $430, like for anywhere between like 430 to like 470 And the reason why I'm being so open with how much college costs is because I feel like a lot of people are not open about this. A lot of people are hesitant to actually say how much they pay for college. And I think that when you're considering college, finance is a huge thing. So that's why I'm expressing, you know, how much I have to pay, how much it is to pay for college. So with the scholarship, essentially once I am done, which will be next year. Oh my God. I'm graduating next year again. Hey, (laughs) two graduations underneath my belt. But when I graduate next year, I will have an associates of arts and technically I will be quote unquote undecided. But from there I will transfer schools and then eventually I'll figure out what school I'm going to transfer to. And then I will be in a nursing program and get my RN slash bsn and then i'm gonna be working Woohoo! but the reason why i wanted to bring up a scholarship to go to a community college is that a lot of people don't realize that community colleges do have scholarships similarly to university universities oh my goodness similarly honestly i'm gonna leave the cut in because i could never say that word y'all know what i mean but just like universities (laughs) there we go community colleges have scholarships too and it's really important that you look for scholarships whether you go to a university or a community college so another reason why I think community college has this stigma around it is because the stigma is really rooted in classism like I said I am part of a middle class family or I come from a middle class family but a lot of people who choose to go to community colleges are either in middle class or lower class families because they simply can't afford going to universities and the stigma does root from classism let's be very serious so according to google slash oxford dictionary um classism can be defined as the prejudice against or in favor of people belonging to a particular social class and the sentence that they put it in is they are told to be on watch against the evils of classism So essentially, classism is like racism, but for how much money you make, (laughs) essentially. And I think that this is something that we really need to talk about. A lot of people put themselves into extreme debt, such as student loan debt, in order to beat these prejudices and in order to beat these stereotypes of classism and being labeled as a person who can't afford to go to school or being labeled as a person who couldn't go to school or they can't go to school because of how much it costs. They just simply take out student loan debts and not student loan debts. They take out student loans and then end up in debt because of this. And this stigma definitely has to, this stigma has to stop. Like I was talking about, community college and college is the same exact thing. You're getting the same type of education. It's just eventually from community college, you're going to have to transfer or either you can do another program that community colleges offer. In order for you to get a job immediately after the program is done, like CNA, phlebotomy, phlebotomy, oh my God, phlebotomy, Jesus Christ, (laughs) CNA, phlebotomy, like an anesthesiologist, nursing aide, blah, blah, blah. I don't know why all medical things came to mind, welding, electrician, plumbing, those type of things, those type of programs. The reason why I brought up a lot of the programs that community colleges offer, even though I'm not in any of those programs, is because a lot of lower income families and a lot of lower income people who decide to go to college, they need programs that they can do for like 16 weeks or eight weeks or however long the program is they do the program. And then immediately afterwards, they're able to find a job. They're able to land a stable career in whatever they chose to do, like phlebotomy, welding, plumbing, electricity, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and because plus most of the time people who know that they do not have enough money to go to college, they end up still going to college. Well, not college. they end up still going to universities. Let me make that more clear they know they don't have enough money to continue it on. So they either one, take out student loans and now they're in immense debt or two, they go for like a year, not even a year sometimes, they go for like a semester and then they realize that they don't, ha- they can't afford it and then they just wasted their time and their money. So I think that the stigma of community college because of classism is the dumbest thing ever because it's just a... Better financial option for those who need it. It's simply there for people who can't afford twenty thousand dollars a year or anywhere between twenty thousand and sixty thousand dollars a year if they don't get a scholarship. And then sometimes scholarships don't even cover enough. Most of the time, they don't. And FAFSA, you may get lucky, you may not. You don't have enough money to even. You don't get enough money from FAFSA. You feel me? There's no point of it being classist because you're still getting an education. You're still getting something done you're still moving on with your life and you're still reaching your goals and making your dreams happen in real time opposed to just going somewhere because that's what society tells you to do and you're miserable there because you don't have enough money to do anything there being in my second semester in my first year of college it still feels very unreal that I'm at the second semester already it's like two more months left until I'm done with my first year that's insane to me And I think just speaking over the past year of me being in college getting used to how college is, there are some things that I wish I knew before enrolling at the community college and just some things I wish I knew before I started my college journey and my college experience. I have a list of a few things that I wish I knew, and I think that these can relate to a lot of people. And I feel like even those who are listening who may not be in college or either you're thinking about going back to college, you know, because you can always go to college, you don't matter how old you are. I think that these points are really important to consider when you're looking into colleges. So one of the major things that I want to highlight with the things that I wish I knew is that colleges don't really care about what you did in high school to an extent. In high school, I was always told, you need to do this because colleges are going to look at that and they're going to think, ooh, it's good, da-da-da. Colleges are going to look at everything that you've done and colleges are going to see that you are a student and you'll be able to do this and that and that. And it is true to an extent. If we're being 100% real, colleges are accepting anybody who's willing to pay. That's just the real tr- <laughs> That's the real truth of the matter. If you are willing to pay however much it is to go to this college nine times out of ten you will get there and when I say to an extent of course you have different different colleges have different requirements such as GPA requirements SAT requirements and now more than ever colleges have stopped even um making SAT test scores mandatory for you to apply a lot of colleges have lowered their GPA requirements to 3.0 a lot of colleges are seemingly more lenient with who they're letting in and that's because they want money (laughs) it's because they want money it's not because they care about getting everybody in there it's not because they care about educating the entire world and I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to talk down on colleges at all but if we look at like big universities and stuff like that most of the time these big universities where you're just a number They're not looking at what you did in high school. They're not looking at all the clubs you did. They're not looking at all the hours you put in for sports. And that's why I say to an extent, if you're applying to like more private liberal arts colleges or more smaller schools, then yeah, maybe they are going to look at you and what you've done. And then they might look at what you've done to give you scholarships for that, such as if you were like in band Or if you were like in a sport, they may give you like a sports scholarship or a band scholarship or they might give you a scholarship for being involved. You know, like I'm not saying that all colleges are like that, but majority of the big colleges, they don't really care about what you do in high school. And honestly, I remember when I was starting the college application process and a lot of people were scared that they weren't going to get into college because they didn't do enough and it kind of made me so sad to see that so many people were scared and so many people were anxious about if they were going to get into college or not when their gpas and their grades were perfectly fine like 3.0 fine even Even if we're talking below three point even if we're talking like 2.8 2.9 2.7 you will still get into a school Anybody is willing to accept you if you're willing to pay the money. And following up what I just said, my second point is that at colleges, you should be more than just another number. I wish that I knew this. I did know this, but I guess I didn't like actually process this until I was at my community college. And at my community college, this is when I realized that one of the pros about going to a community college is that it is much smaller. The classrooms are much smaller. I can't really speak from all universities experiences because I've never been there. But from what I I know, most of the classrooms are like a lot, it's a lot of people in one classroom. And in my classrooms, in my in-person classrooms, because we have like hybrid classes, in my in-person classes, it's like no more than like 12 people in the class. And when you have a smaller classroom and when you have a smaller space to learn, it really makes learning and comprehension easier. It really allows you to have that like one-on-one time with the teacher if you need it. If the teacher needs to explain more things or they need to go in more detail with things, they can because it's not as many people that they have to worry about. And I think that's really important for people to consider when they're applying to colleges that- you should be more than just another number you should be treated like you should be treated by the staff and you should be treated by the administration like you want to be there like they want you there you know because you're giving all this money to an institution to learn to get a degree in order for you to go on with your life and make a living and do whatever you need to do so they should at least act like they want you there (laughs) you know remember at the beginning of the episode when I said I wasn't thinking about college during my freshman and sophomore year of high school yeah um I wish I was (laughs) I really wish I was and I wish that I applied to scholarships earlier in my high school years and not just junior and senior year of high school I knew I kind of like knew that you could apply to scholarships for college at that point but one I didn't know where to apply for these scholarships I didn't know where they were coming from and I didn't know how to get to them and two I just always thought that you I always thought that these scholarships were just for juniors and seniors like I <laughs> I didn't realize that you can apply to scholarships at any point and If anybody is listening to this, if you're a freshman, if you're a sophomore, or even if you're a junior or if you're a senior for that matter, if you're still in high school, but more specifically, if you're a freshman or a sophomore or like early junior year, you should definitely start looking at scholarships. You should definitely apply to them and don't, with scholarships, what I have learned, what I've learned is that do not apply to the ones that everybody is applying to like the bold.org things and the the niche scholarships because everyone is applying to those i'm not saying don't you feel me but it's more like a lottery if you're applying to those scholarships because you have to think about it with tiktok to promoting like niche scholarships and bold.org scholarships you have to understand that there are a lot of people applying for one scholarship so With every person that applies again, your chances are getting slimmer and slimmer and slimmer of getting those scholarships. So you should definitely look at more smaller scholarships, the scholarships that nobody's really like looking at. If there are some scholarships going on, like in your community with like, like with your board of trustees or with your school administration or anything like that, definitely look into those. I don't really have a lot of information on scholarships now, but like I said, something I wish I knew is that I can apply to, for scholarships early on in my high school career and adding on to that I wish that I knew exactly what I wanted in a college and I looked into colleges that I wanted to go to early on as well because when you start looking into colleges and when you start looking for what you want according to like your major or according to what you're like trying to do You have such a leg up on everybody else because, like I said, everybody else is not thinking about college, freshman, sophomore year. You might be thinking like, oh, yeah, I want to go. You may be having the thoughts of, do I want to go to college? Do I not want to go to college? But even if you don't know for sure yet, I feel like it's very important to at least look into some that you really want to go to and when I say look into them I mean like look at their student to teacher ratio look at passing rates for whatever um major you're about to go to look at how they treat their minorities look at how they treat their minority students look at how they treat their minority students <laughs> that's a big one if you are um, applying to PWI look at how HBCUs treat their students because that's a big thing too look at what type of scholarships they have there look at how the dorms are, look at how the town is around it. Really look into what it is that you want and try to figure out what college checks all the box for check all the boxes for you. And I really wish that I did this and I really wish that I knew about this. But I mean, it all ended up working out. <laughs> it all ended up working out anyway. But you know, if I can go back in time and do some of the stuff that I'm talking about, I would. Now, since I am on topic of high school right now in this segment um I really just want to reiterate I wish that I knew that the things you do in high school will not work in college oh my god it will not work I wish that I knew that like I knew that a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about in this I knew this but I didn't actually like (laughs) process it and I didn't actually take it serious maybe some of that was my not maybe some of that was my fault. <laughs> not even gonna lie to you, but I do wish that I was told this a lot more, like with my instructors and with my teachers and stuff like that. I wish that I was told this a lot more, and I wish that it was brought up more. But the things that you do in high school will not work in college. I know for a fact that when it came to like tests and quizzes, I will openly say, and I didn't study for like. A single test in high school (laughs) I didn't study for a single test in high school and that's because when you're in high school you are constantly surrounded by the subject matter that you're doing you're getting homework assignments you're getting this you're getting that you're getting everyone around you reminding you about this and that and plus you take more time to understand what the subject is that you're doing what the topic is that you're doing so once you get to the test you basically already know everything well for me that's how it was Another thing is that I'm not saying that I didn't work hard in high school because I definitely did, but I wasn't putting my all into my assignments. You know, I was able to just do the bare minimum and it would work out fine (laughs) for me. You cannot do that in college. You can't just not study for a test in college. I don't care what nobody has to say. I'm going to say this right now. The whole I'm gonna just believe in myself thing, bro, that's not going to work. It might work for like a test or two but one day you are gonna get to that test and you're gonna be like oh I believe in myself and then you're gonna believe in the f that you get <laughs> like it's not a good experience speaking from experience so that is another thing that will not work in college you really have to take responsibility wow this is kind of se- segueing into my next point another thing I wish I knew is that you have to take responsibility and accountability for everything that you do in college People say all the time that in college, you have to be responsible, but you don't really actually think about that. You have to understand that going from high school to college, the support that you are getting and the support around you and people constantly remind you, that's not there no more. The teacher, bro, the college professors are not going to remind you about what you have to do. They're going to look at the syllabus oh, look at my syllabus. It's in the syllabus. They are not going to remind you about when you have a test coming up. They're not going to remind you about if you have an assignment coming up. They're not going to remind you about a quiz. They're not going to remind you about a project. They're not going to remind you about an essay. You have to hold yourself accountable for everything that you do in college because there is nobody responsible for making sure that you pass. Like in high school, the teachers were responsible for making sure that you pass. Because if you don't pass, that's a direct reflection of themselves. In college, you're an adult. Whatever you do is not on those professors. Those professors have no type of loyalty to you (laughs) at all. They do not have to make sure that you pass. And I just wish that I knew what accountability and responsibility with school and with working like academics, I wish I knew what that was a little bit more before I got into college. The last and final thing that I wish that I knew before going into college and something that I think everybody can agree with is that it is okay to not party and be out all the time. It's perfectly fine. Like I was saying in like the previous parts of this episode, I felt like I was missing out on something and I felt like I wasn't going to be able to get the full college experience because I'm at home and I'm not partying as much. I'm not out as much like how universities, you know, have, they have parties or like that. And since I'm at a community college, I don't think nobody is throwing community college party (laughs) unless somebody isn't telling me something. I don't know, but it's okay for you to not be out and to do something all the time it's okay to not party every weekend or every day it's okay it's perfectly fine why because you're there for school you are at college and you're spending all that money on college for your education for your future it is perfectly fine if you're not going out every weekend if you're not going to a party every weekend if you're not going to some aesthetic nice restaurant every day and you're posting it is perfectly fine it doesn't matter because the real reason why you're there is so you can get a degree at the end of that because would you rather go to parties every single weekend and then you waste all your money and not get a degree out of why you came there or would you just want to get a degree granted a lot of people have different reasons for why they go to college some people want to go to college for their experience some people want to go to college to get a degree i'm there to get the degree And the experience is just coming along with it. But if you are there to get a degree and if you are there to advance your life, it is okay to not be a part of the social scene. It's perfectly fine. And you're not missing out on anything. You're not missing out on any type of experiences. You're not missing out on any type of life-changing things. You're not missing out on no type of growth and development. You're doing perfectly fine. If you feel like, oh, I'm not going out enough. I'm not making enough friends. This is blah, blah, blah. Bro, it's okay. Worry about that when you have everything together with your academics. Then that's when you start to worry about that. And I really, 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 really wish that I knew this. And I wish that I grasped that too. It's a dip. Like all of the stuff that I'm talking about, all the all of the um points that I talked about in this, I knew this. I was aware of this but I just didn't grasp it and I didn't process it and I didn't actually apply it opposed to now, which I'm actually applying some of the things that I was talking about now. Like I'm not necessarily applying the what to look for in a college, not yet. I'm gonna have to eventually because I'm going to transfer. But I think that when it comes to college, there are a lot of things that people wish they knew. And there are a lot of things that You may never know until you're fully done. I may never know a lot of this stuff that I'm talking about, or I may never know what's going to come out of my college experience until I'm done, you know? So these are just a few things that I wish I knew before I enrolled into my community college and before I took my steps into my college journey. The moral of this episode, and I guess the message that I really want to push out with this episode is, I'm not telling you to drop out of your university and go, and come to a community college. <laughs> I'm not telling you that if you're in a community college, you need to immediately transfer and go to a university because you're missing out on something. I'm not telling you as a high school student that you have to come to a community college and you can't go to a university and universities are bad. I'm not saying that at all. Any form of education, whether it's community college or a four-year university or a trade school or a program is amazing. I'm not doubting that at all. The main message that I really want to get across is that in life, you should make decisions that best suit you. Don't make decisions that's going to follow in the footsteps of somebody else. Don't make a decision to do something just because your family has like a long lineage of doing it. Don't do something that you're doing simply because everybody else is telling you to do it you know make decisions for yourself analyze everything around you and realize that this is your life that you have to live these are the decisions that you are going to have to live with because nobody else is going to have to live with the decisions that you make if you're completely miserable making the decision to go to a four-year university then maybe that wasn't the right choice for you and that's okay If you made a terrible decision of going to a community college and you really needed to get out of your household for whatever reasons, that's okay if you decide to change your mind. If you decided that college isn't for you and you decided that you simply just don't want to go to college, that's perfectly fine. And if you made the decision to take a gap year or if you made the decision that I need some time before I want to step into this part of my life, that is perfectly fine. Overall, as a society, I think that we have to be more respectful, be more open to everyone's choices that they make, because everyone's life is so (laughs) different from the next person's. Me deciding to go to a community college may have been the worst decision for the next person, right? Because our situations are different, our lives are different, the way that we look at life is different, the way that we walk through life is different. I think that embracing differences and understanding that people are not going to always do what's status quo. We have to just understand that. We have to accept it and we have to respect that. With all of that being said, I just want to thank you all so much for listening to today's episode and listening to all of the episodes. It really means a lot to me. The fact that we are almost done with season one, we're pushing through, we're pushing through. I'm going 10 episodes. (laughs) I'm going 10 episodes. So we're pushing through, we're getting through. I have so much more planned for the next season. You all just don't even know. And I just want to still thank you all so, so, so much for the support. It means the world to me. And if you haven't already, it would be greatly appreciated if you checked out my latest episode, The History of Black Voting. That was like my Black History Month special episode. So if you haven't checked that out, definitely do. And while you're at it, check out all of my other episodes as well. Don't forget to give my podcast a rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify Podcast. It literally only takes like three seconds. (laughs) It takes like three seconds. I timed it. Trust me. It takes three seconds to rate it. It helps a lot with me to understand what my audience likes, what my audience doesn't like. And it just overall just helps my podcast get a lot more traction. If you all want to stay up to date on anything that's going on with the Vibe Hive, you can go and follow me on all of my socials. The podcast Instagram is at the Vibe T H E E V I B E H I V E. My main Instagram is at Vibe Shy Two S is Two Ys with a dot in the middle, and my Twitter is the exact same thing, Vibe Shy just without a dot in the middle. Like I said, thank you all so much for your constant support, and I will see you all later at the Vibe Hive.